Mr. Obsoleto. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Obsoleto. I'm here with Anthony. Uh-oh. Say your famous line from Guru Meditation. I gotta do the hand thing. Oh, it's sure. very important. You're not gonna see it because you're audio recording, okay. but... And we will see you on the next episode of the Guru Meditation. Guru Meditation. VCF Midwest. What's new? What are you guys doing next? What's new? What are, well, I don't know what us guys are doing or next. You or but, Bill uh, or... I got two sick Amiga 4000s I'm still fiddling with. Okay. I have, uh, I just got, just got the Amiga emulation stuff working on my Steam Deck. Nice. So I can play WHD load Amiga games on the deck. Of course, what did I load on there? Well, <laughs> loaded on there Walker, which I just realized, because I haven't tried to play it, but I realized that's probably not going to be a game that's going to be easy to play on the Steam Deck, just because, again, it was like mouse and joystick kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know how well that's going to play, but I got uh, another favorite game of mine, um, which is Wings of Death. Very uh, scary sounding game. I love vertical scrolling shooter. So it was actually the first game I played on it. So I have that, the Amiga and the ST versions okay. on my Steam Deck, and, wow. and they work. So what do you think of Pi Amiga? Awesome. I have it on Raspberry Pi. I love it. Oh yeah, Pi Amiga is awesome. That guy has put a lot of work into well, that. Well, what I what I've Horror. done is I don't I don't use Pi Amiga that much. Okay. Um. Just because it's like, it's neat. It's neat to play with. And it's got a lot of stuff in it. But what I like using the Pi for, as far as the Amiga is, is that, like I have hard disk files like from my Amiga 4000. So in that little Raspberry Pi, I even have a, I even got an Amiga 4000, like the little nameplate from the 4000. I have that on the Pi case. And... That is basically my Amiga. When my, while my 4000 isn't working right now, that is my 4000 because the hard drive files are from my 4000, so it runs exactly the same stuff. Boots my up just buddy like my 4000. Pushed me for years to get the Raspberry Pi. I said, Nico, gotta get this thing. You're gonna love it, and I, I do. I love that Pi. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Not the well, same you also got like the Pi 1541, so I have that. Actually, I got. I have a. It's the Pi 1541, it's in a little case, looks just like the Commodore 1541 floppy drive. Yeah. And uh, I use that for, you know, for like my Commodore 128. Nice. Uh, it's a versatile thing. I just got the uh, Pi Storm 32 for my 1200. Oh, okay. So that's nice. in a box right now, uh, just because I haven't had a chance to like take it out, put it all together. What do you think of this? I have one. I haven't even used it yet but uh the 500 mini is it's neat it's like the 64 mini though it's like okay it's it's kind of well, well and, and that'll play whd load stuff too yeah i put pandora on this uh, and but, amiga uh, mini amiga mini net 
Amiga. Uh, it's like Amiga Pie, but for this. Really? And it's in concert it? with Pandora. Really? So Pandora, you have to download Amiga Mini Net. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyways, this has been modified. So. Yeah, but it's. I have to look nice, into that because yeah. that sounds interesting. It is. I hadn't heard of that. Um, it unlocked it. Really? Um, yeah, and it shows up. The USB shows up on the menu on the mm-hmm. side. It shows up there. Once oh, that's you cool. Get it done. But uh, R.J. McCall said he bought this for his grandchildren when I interviewed him mm-hmm. recently. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. You know. It's a neat little thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's cute, pretty huh? cool. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I mean, I mean, the big thing for me is like, like again, like right now, getting that working on on the deck was pretty cool. Just because cool. it's like playing Amiga games on a brand new handheld. You can bring it anywhere. Yeah, your Steam Deck. Yeah. You don't need anything else. It's got everything built in. You know, the uh, issue is like some games awkward to play. Like anything that needs a keyboard, you're not going to want to play on it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want to carry a keyboard around with you. So, yeah. but it's good for what it is. You That's know, cool. everything is good for what they are. You know, it's like you got to realize the limitations of them and how do you want to use it. At the end of the day, and like you know, big thing that I had was just trying to preserve my machines in a way that I can use them easily. And that's again, like the so like the Raspberry Pi is awesome for that because it's got I got like sitting on my desk. There's my fourth, you know, my four thousand. This big machine with the keyboard, the mouse, all this. I get this in this little tiny thing. You know, not that I would want to stop using the actual machine, but. Somebody gave me an Omega 4000 a couple years ago. Uh-huh. I'm in the process of getting it repaired. The battery, the clock battery burst. Uh, yeah. But he said, you can have it. I have no desire to claim it. And then I have the toaster card mm-hmm. waiting to be reunited. Yeah, I have so, uh, the, the one 4000 I have that works right now is my video toaster 4000. Nice. That was the one. Uh, I got it free. Because the Knicks used it, they would record their practices. They practiced at my college's uh, gym. And one day, a friend of mine who, after college, went to work at the college, called me up and said, hey, there's this 4,000, it's in the garbage at the gym. I grabbed it, do you want it? It is a, it's a, you know, it's a video toaster 4000. They just dumped it. Well, it the power supply fan I found had seized. So the machine overheated. And when I went to pull the power off of the hard drive, it had two hard drives in it. One, you know, stacks them one on top of the other. The power is right next to the power supply. That goes into the hard drives. I, when I went to pull them off, the connector just slid off the hard drive. Really? Like, the, the, you know, so I just slipped them back on. I put a compact flash card in there. I just copied everything from both hard drives onto the flash card. And then I took a look through it and I replaced the fan so the machine yeah. works perfectly. And what was on it were frame stores from the Knicks practices oh. in the gym. So you see them on the, on the court. So they were obviously using it to, like, do a video... Uh, you know, like uh, edit a videotape or something oh, that they would, I don't know, to give it to the coach, give it to the players, I don't know. But oh, it's just cool. interesting that wow, that's, that's where that machine's from. Yeah. Yeah, I like machines that have like a little bit of no, a story. No, that's a great story. Too. Yeah. 
my my original 4000 it's an 040 i was uh, i was working late one friday and i went on the news groups and someone in connecticut it was like 125 dollars so 4040 but you have to pick it up they're not going to ship it and i'm like well i just happened to have to work the weekend i'm like so where are you in connecticut and it was like 20 minutes from where I was working. Nice. So I was like, well, I'm working tomorrow. I can come pick it up. He's like, you know, you're the only person responding to this. That, you know, he said pick up only, but everyone was trying to convince him to ship it. He's like, you're the only person who, Gets yours. who's going to pick it up. There so you go. I picked it up the next day. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's neat. <laughs> and then oh, my, yeah. well, I have I have a twelve hundred that when I got it, it didn't display blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. I which I had to get fixed. That was my first AGA machine. Was the twelve hundred that didn't display blue. Uh, what about the 500? The 500 was my first machine, and unfortunately, my original 500 I sold after I got the 2000. Because I wanted to get the accelerator, so I sold my 500 so I could buy a used 020, the 2620 accelerator. And I always regret having sold my, my original 500. I, you know, but what can you do? Great machine. It's it's great. Yeah. It's a little big. Like I kind of like yeah. the form factor of the twelve hundred more than the five. Five is just a little bit like huge. <laughs> you know, it would be great if it was small. That's why the six hundred. Like we hated them. Like no one would buy a six hundred when they came out. You want to know my story about? But my it's the best machine. Yeah, it is. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I get a phone call on me. Bring, bring. Uh, Billy Graham Studios being demolished. Get over here now. The doors are open. Over here. Like 20 minutes away. Really? Billy Graham had a studio, recording studio. Wow. Well, they, they tore it down. They opened the doors. Uh huh. They scavenged. Well, lo and behold, there was a Amiga 500 that he used. Nobody, a lot of people don't, I'm like, I'm not joking. This is Billy Graham. Mm -hmm. So I took it, cleaned it, fired up. And I've had it since. Nice. Yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, the preacher was using it for a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. and again, it's like a machine that has a story is just more interesting. Right. You know, it's so like... So I got the 500 and then I'm going to fix the 4,000, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, yeah. And so I got, I got two, I got that, I got my, that 4,000, the 041, um, it's not working. Um, oh. And I got a 4,000, towerized 4,000 from uh, someone in our users group, which is an 060, the Cyberstorm 060. The Westchester users group? Yeah. 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 Nice. And unfortunately, at one point, it was basically when Greg and I were, uh, were putting in the 3.14. The machine worked fine, right? I put the ROM in without hooking any drives up. I just want, you know, turned it on. We, you know, you see the, you know, you see the, you know, basically now it's looking for workbench, but it's the 314 kickstart. So like, all right, the ROM is good. The machine's working. I'm gonna, you know, 
we're going to shut it down and hook the drives up so now I can start installing, you know, 314 onto the hard drive and look over and, like, it froze. Like, what the hell? Turn it off, turn it on. Now it just, you know, post, you know color code. And uh, apparently at some point the battery had leaked, but, uh, like, it was on the back of the board. So we took it out. There was like white stuff all where like the RAM sockets are, the, you know, the SIM sockets. It was like, oh, you've got to be kidding. Me. Oh, gee. So, uh, and that motherboard had to basically be sort of replaced. So that and my 040 both have like replacement motherboards in them. And I actually got one to show the kickstart once. And I, I, I suspect it's possible, like, the chips just have to be reseated in the sockets and stuff. But I just, uh, and, and I think maybe, you know, you, now you have a brand new motherboard in there. You know, the chips aren't brand new, but the motherboard is. But with this old power supply, like, how do I know, like, the power supply isn't having an issue? Yeah. So I picked up some oh. of those, like, AT to 4000, yeah. so I can at least try it with, like, a an AT power supply and see if it's the power supply that's a problem. Because it, cause it got to a kickstart screen, uh, you, know, work, you know, asking for a workbench disk once. So obviously all the chips and everything are working. So it's some kind of weird yeah, issue. Yeah, my Amiga 500 is weird. It sometimes boots with the workbench disk in it. Sometimes it doesn't. Hmm. What is that? What are you are you still like using the original power supply? I would I would try a like these power supplies, they're getting old. Like I don't trust an original Commodore power supply far as I can throw it. And I know the one twenty eight power supply you can't throw very far because the damn thing's so heavy. Um, I would But the one twenty eights it works on a 500? No, no, no. No. But I'm just but saying example, is it's yeah. heavy because it does two voltages. Unlike like the 500, it's fairly simple power supply. Like the 8-bit stuff, not simple. Like those power supplies are heavy. Like the original Commodore ones. Yeah, like mine, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's fairly usual. Like I picked up a, a 1200, the 500 both use. 1200, 500, and 600 all use the same one. Yeah, you gotta make sure you don't use a, a 128 because it's got that different voltage in it. Because um, I think the the Amiga is just 12 and 5. I think the 128, like 64, will have 9 volt in there somewhere. It's no good. Um, the, the interesting thing is like so the 15 for, the 1581 floppy drive and the 1541 two floppy drives. And the CD32 used the same power supply. <laughs> well, they're trying to stand, you know, they're trying to standardize. Right, them. and it, but, but it's great because people who make, like, like this power supply right here for the yeah, 1581, yeah, you can use that with CD32. Oh, yeah. So you know, there's not that many CD32s out there. You know, people might not make a power supply for it, but they're making them for the 1581, which is, and the 1541-2, which are more common. Well, you got a brand new power supply for your CD32, which also might need it. Because, again, like these power supplies get old, and the power supply can ruin your machine. Like, especially the 8-bits. If the power supply goes, it can, like, fry the motherboard. 
like do bad things. So I was like, I, I try not to use the originals, and that's why right now those two four thousands I kind of put them aside because I want to try them with a new power supply. Not sorry, could I pause hundred stuff? Yeah. So why not do seventy eight hundred, and then you can have seventy eight hundred and twenty. Well, maybe that's something to ask Bill. You know what? I might ask him that when I do interview him uh, for the for T Pug. Which why don't they do a mini? Right, and it, and that would also cover the sixty four stuff because one twenty eight has sixty four months. Right. It just to me, it's like I love the one twenty eight. I like, yeah. I like nice. that machine, even though it's like I didn't big. know you were a fan of the eight bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, my first computer was the sixty four. Okay. Yeah. So I got the sixty four. I still have the motherboard from that machine because oh. uh, it died on me. And when it died, I got the one twenty eight to replace it. But I kept it. And so the case for my original 64, when I bought the motherboard from the 65 and the keyboard, mm -hmm. I, I put them in the case of my original 64. So I had to like, cut up the case a little bit, but the machine was dead. So I kept the motherboard, it's hanging on my wall, and I used that case until I got the complete Commodore 65. 65? Yeah. You have one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bought it from CMD for $40. I have a receipt. <laughs> I'm going to go into like convulsions here. They ran What? They ran the Commodore section on Genie. And I was always hanging out the Amiga oh section. Oh god. And every now and then we would get bored. So we'd all be chatting in the Amiga section. We'd get bored. We'd raid the the 64 the comp 8-bit section. Jeez, and I, I, I stayed behind to ask them because I wanted to see if I could figure out how to make a cable for the 65 because I only had the motherboard and I had the keyboard. And I was, I, want, I was hoping someone might know like how I could make a cable to hook up a floppy drive. And they were like, well, we have some non-working ones in the back if you want to buy one. I'm like, oh, how much? Like $40. So I, I get I sent them the forty dollars, and they sent me a Commodore sixty five, and it worked. I plugged it in. That's another machine that uses the fifteen eighty one power supply. The well, what do you 65. run on? Not a lot of software. Not a lot of software for it. Mm. It's never completed. So, like, uh, it has a sixty four mode, but it's not very compatible. It's a lot of stuff they never finished, but it's still. Yeah, I had it running at BCF East, uh, like all day. It was sitting there running. Uh, I, mean, I love, I love the look of the machine. So I bought the Mega 65 because it hits you. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you already have it, and you got have, that. Yeah. So I have them both. I have the 65 and the Mega 65. Is they it did a good similar? job. It's, it's like, yeah. I mean, side by side comparison. Side by side, just it just looks a little newer. It's got a few little like. A few little differences, but basically, all in all, it's... A PGA? It's, yeah. And it's, what is it, like, is it 99% the same? You know, no, because I think they, they tried to, like, make improvements over what... Because, again, the 65 was never finished. So, the Mega 65 is, like, the capabilities of the 65, but more, like, complete. Yeah. And you can run other cores on it, so you can load up, you know, once, 
Like, I don't know how many chords are done. I haven't fiddled with it as much as I hoped yet. Okay. But, uh, you know, it can run all kinds of different chords. So the, the 64 emulation for the Mega 65 should be awesome because you have all these FPGA cores for the 64. You like the, you know. So it'll be a lot better, you know, a lot better 64 support than the 65 would have had. Oh, really? I actually have pictures of them side by side. I think I should have them in the phone somewhere. Oh, let's see. It would be pictures taken where? So that's the that's my sixty five, and the the mega sixty five. Nice. And both running next to each other. <laughs> Beautiful. See, this is f interesting. Uh, the, this is the backstory of Guru Meditation. I didn't know. Alright, so that's the Mega 65. Yeah, okay. And you can see it. it I mean, it looks very close. I mean, yeah. obviously the original's yellow. Or, <laughs> and <laughs> then, uh, yeah, and then that's that really one. white. Yeah. Um, the other, like, difference... There's no... I mean, even the... Of course, I hate the Google one? Photos sometimes. Okay, there we go. Like, what I really like is like how the floppy drive is built into it. it like faces forward, and you got this molded around where the button is yeah. to eject the disc, and that's like the same on both. You know, it's got all that. The keyboard's actually a little nicer. And a, a change like the caps lock light oh. is, you know, oh. you know, this had the normal, just that little, like the little, like every other 8-bit Commodore, it just has a little, you know, circular light in the key. And this has, you know, where they have the light there on the yeah. front of it. You know, it doesn't have a and Commodore have key. Commodore. Yeah, because they couldn't. They couldn't they use couldn't the. Couldn't get the. Yeah. So they just made it an M instead of. And they of a, can't use the word Commodore. No. No. So, but other than that, it looks exactly like. You're happy with it when it came in the mail. What's that? When it came in the mail, you weren't. Were you happy with it? Or were you like, yeah. yeah, I already have one. <laughs> no, I was happy with it because it, to me, it like it'll be a lot more useful than the 65. So why do I hear from people that are like naysayers? They're like. You know, yeah, well, I wouldn't want a C65. You can't run any software on it. Was well, that, I mean, that's the kind of the thing. So, yeah, I mean, for the 65 itself, no one's really going to write software for it. Because there's only, a, there's only yeah. a few of them out there. Right. But the Mega 65, a lot more people, yeah. I think, already have Mega 65s than have 65s. So there's a better chance that it's a complete machine, you know. They, it, I, I, you know, there's a bit, there's a better chance that people will write software for the Mega 65 than for the 65. Now, could some of that run on a stock, like a, an actual 65? I mean, it's possible, you know, because the 65 was. You know, kind of how they decided to make the Mega 65. I'm sure, if, as long as you were careful, 
in writing your, your software on the Mega 65 to make sure that it would run on the limited hardware of the 65 itself. Oh, yeah. It should run. Far as yeah, because Jim far as just I can did a, a game for the Mega 65. Mm -hmm. So I'd be interested to see if it runs, which should, theoretically, if he's in, using basic, right? But well, then again, you it, don't it, just, know. it just all depends on, you know, again, like the 65 is never finished, it's got bugs. So if, if there's something that should have worked a certain way, but it didn't work on the actual 65, but it works on the Mega 65, that could break software. Um, it, it, it's in, be just interesting to say. And it's like, why not try, see if it'll run on it. See what happens. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Doesn't work? Right. You know worse off than you were before. Right. Beings out there is the 65. It's a shame it didn't come out. If they had developed it maybe like one or two years earlier, like it didn't make sense alongside the Amiga stuff to do another 8 bit that almost like competed with the Amiga 500. It just didn't make that much sense. It was like a dead end. Yeah, it was a great machine compared to the 64 and the 128. The capabilities were awesome. The extra colors, stereo sound, all that stuff. It's awesome. But well, by that time, Atari's come out Jack and Tosh. Right. And by that right time, there. it didn't make sense anymore. Yeah. If, it had, if it had come out like a year and a half, two years earlier, yeah, it would have been awesome. And it looked great. It looked better than any, any other machine out there. Cool. Uh, lots of things didn't happen that we wish would happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with me because I didn't want it to get stolen from the dorm. You know? Like back then it was worth so much. Yeah, you know? Right. It's, and it's your only computer. So when they were, they were, uh, you know, liquidating plus fours, like I, I think I got mine for like $25 from like Protecto or someone, you know, when they, when Commodore would liquidate stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I brought to college with a plus four to type uh, yeah, yeah. papers on. I used yeah. that in my dorm room. Yeah, which was really in Excel that we're processing. Yeah, had it built so in. It was pretty cool. Had a few games, right, built in. I no, it didn't have any games. No, it had a word processor. It had like a sort of like a spreadsheet program. Um, they had something called graphics, which is really just taking stuff you put in the the sort of spreadsheet program, and it would make a graph from it. But I, I think the only thing I ever used was the word processor. I never used the rest of it, but it still, it was, it was cool, and I loved the look of it. I, that, I think it was just a beautiful looking machine. Yeah. Capacitors, the hidden batteries? Yeah. The issues with capacitors and Amigas. Well, yeah, they, they put one backwards in the audio circuit in the 4000. This guy is tall. Really tall. And I didn't, I didn't catch it at first, but he um, he's in the Deathbed Vigil video. 
Misery? Greg Berlin. He's sitting on the floor. He's the guy sitting on the floor pulling ram chips out of a machine. And, and Dave Haney's like, oh, you're finally... And he's like, yeah, I'm finally stealing. I'm taking some ram chips. And that, that's him. Was he an engineer? Or? Yeah, yeah. He designed the 4000. Oh, okay. And other machines, obviously, too. Huh? But, oh, yeah. He was... Yeah, he was at that uh, at that show. This was uh, this was VCF East Eleven. Okay. How many science fiction movies that I saw as a kid where stuff looked like that was the future? Right. You know? yeah. And that you look at it now, and it's like obviously that that's not the future, but to me that still looks like the right. future. Right. Yeah. It is. This futuristic machine. Rounded edges, built-in monitor, that, that yeah, um, keyboard. There's a couple of TV shows lately that have been doing showing a lot of those vintage machines, which is Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Yeah. Uh, and then Six Million Dollar Man, Knight Rider, uh, Wonder Woman has yeah. a lot, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, the list goes on that's and on. That's why. That's why. So for whatever reason, that machine just, just screams future. And I love the pack. I just love it. So I, I, I bought a non-working pack off eBay because I was going to gut it. And I'm not going to gut a working machine. That's, I will not do that. I wanted to put a PC in it so I'd be sitting on a, like a PC, but it would be a pack. You know, it would have that look and everything. Of course, I bought it. And, and what has a 4032. I plug it in. I turn it on, nothing on the screen. I'm like, all right. I go get the screwdriver. I turn back around, ready prompt, working fine. So that's those two pets that, that are that were sitting there. Yeah. In that and what do you do with them? Not that I got the that SD to pet from uh, Time Map because I want to do more with it. I want to I want to check out the programs that were on it. Just uh, what I what I really love is my favorite book for the Amiga is the Amiga Handbook, right? It's just because you open this book. If you ever get a chance to see this book, um, the pages, the printing in the pages looks like an old printer, like you used with a your computer back in the eighties, and. It actually, because you look in there, it was written using uh, a pet word processor using a B128. Oh, yeah. Was, was what they wrote that book with. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's the same company that did the uh, super base for the pet. Yeah. They have a word processor. I forget the name of it. I have it. It's driving me nuts now that I can't remember the name of it. But that book was written on, uh, on that machine. So it's pretty cool that a, a book for the Amiga was written on a pet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cool. incredible, right? Yeah. And so I love the... Um, I really love that, like I said, I love the rounded version. But I don't have one. But I do have the keyboard. So I have the 8032SK keyboard. You know, it comes to a 25-pin connector. I bought from Time Mouth the... He's got a little board that converts the PET keyboard to USB. It's really for testing the internal PET keyboards with your PC so you can see what works, what doesn't. Um, I made... 
a converter that takes that DB25, converts it into the pins into that pet to US pet keyboard to USB board, so that I plug this into that 8032SK keyboard. I can then plug a USB cable into my PC. I can use that keyboard with my PC. You know, it's a good way to make sure you don't lose track of it. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I went through all those steps to be able to use a pet keyboard on my PC. And I just love, I love the sound of that keyboard. That's why I love the VIC-20s with the pet keyboard. I used to look on eBay, I'd be looking, and I'd look at the keys, and I, I think I bought like three. I have three of them, so my, I have a key rod that's in a, an old 64 case, but the keyboard is a, is a VIC pet keyboard. It's, it's oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I mean, because they use the same keyboard. So. It fits in there, the plug is the same, but I, just, I love this. The, how about the sound of the pet keyboard? Although I have to sit there and think if there was an office full of them, it would probably drive you nuts. <laughs> right. Yeah, they all be clicking, clicking, yeah. Yeah. Copy stuff fast on we're back with uh, Anthony Guru Meditation. We just—they just ran us out of the convention center, and uh, we're, we're the cool kids. And we just got confirmation it proved how cool and hardcore we are. So we're back with Anthony, and he's reminiscing about what now? Well, what I was saying was, that, like, to me, the reason why I'm more into the Amiga is, like. The 64, you, you turned on and you used for a purpose, right? You, you were playing that game, or you were loading paperback writer and you were going to type something. And then you would shut it off and you would load something else, and you would shut it off and you would load something else. The Amiga, to me, was like the first time that you, you sometimes turned a computer on not to do anything. Like, you know, you were like loading a new JPEG data type. It was like you were doing things that were not doing anything. It, it just sometimes you were just using the computer. Oh, he has no idea what I'm saying right now. This could go so wrong. This could go so badly for him. He's given me the phone, and he's walked away. This, this is gonna be. I don't. Can I get you one again? I don't know. I have no idea what's going on now. I have no idea. I've lost total control of this situation. This is just spiraled completely out of control. He's like, there's other people involved. There's a lot of pointing going on. <laughs> I may be guilty of something. If, if, uh, if I disappear... Uh, and, I'm, and you don't hear from me for 10 days, wait another 10 days. <laughs> Watch out! I don't even know if it's doing anything. I think it's still recording. It might be. still recording. Okay, thank you. Uh, we've got a 48-inch smart TV coming. I'm going to hook up uh, the Amiga 500 Mini. Oh, okay. I can show you Pandora yeah, and uh, the Amiga Mini Net. I think how I say it, but in order to do Pandora, you need this GitHub 
and firmware update. There's no way around it. You can't just do Pandora on the Amiga 500 Mini. Okay. But then once you plug in the USB, the menu with all the their options, right. then it populates and it shows the disk drive. Cool. So I want to do more with it, but you know, it's like when I go to Pi Amiga. What else do I need aside right. from the real hardware? Anyways, it's all, but I mean, of course, the difference is Pi Amiga doesn't look like an Amiga Five Hundred, so yeah, like it has it has that advantage to it. But I can tell you, the guys worked really hard on it, and he just released two point mm-hmm. so Yeah, yeah. Please try to support. Oh yeah, I mean, I I love it. Like I said, I mean, I I dig Pi Amiga. The the only like like to me, like I said, it's like my my big thing is like preserving my old machines so like my Amiga 4000 right so Pi Amiga is like it's like this this like it's where the Amiga could go it's like I got all that extra stuff and and it but it's not my 4000 you know what I mean that's the only difference but I still love loading those kind of things Uh, like I used to trying to remember there was one for like uh, WinUAE it was like a whole package with all kinds of stuff. I don't remember the name of it, but I would check it out every now and then because, you know, it's like it was almost like, uh, you know, it's like making the, the Amiga as useful as a Windows machine, you know, like modernized. But you know what I'll do? I'll do like making coffee, you know, and then I don't have time to go down in my man cave. So I'll um, open up the Amiga just to be like, just to have it around me, you know, like while I'm doing other stuff, right? And I have access to it, and it's, it calms me, you know. I'm just like, I can go through the files. And uh, on the Amiga 500 Mini, the guy wrote in a browser on this new update, right? The Pandora, there's a browser, and you can search for Amiga files. So, hey, that I respect. You know, I gotta, I gotta check it yeah. out. I had no idea. I definitely gotta check it out. I mean, and I was critical of this. I got kicked out of groups for being critical of the, Pi, the Amiga Mini. So, anyways, I'm not trying to hype it up, but I brought it. I didn't know if I'd be able to hook it up. You know. Well, it's the neat thing about those things is they're so simple and easy. So people, you know, people not into the whole, like, trying to figure out how to get the machine to work, hooking up all these different things, do you have the right kind of monitor, all this stuff. It's, it's, nice, it's good that it's easy for them. Yeah. You know, there, there's, I right, think maybe, everything has a place. Maybe I think, it's a gateway, you know? Yeah. R.J. McCall has, called it a toy. But then again, he called a lot of computers toys. So I don't see it as a toy. I see it as a computer. And, you know, if we're going to survive, we can't be dogmatic about things. We can't be like my attitude for years, which is it's got to be the real hardware or nothing. We can't think like that anymore for preservation and to get the people involved. Maybe it's a gateway. What people forget, I think, is that... Like these people who like oh, it's got to be the real hardware. Well, if if Commodore and Amiga had continued, the Amiga wouldn't look like it did in 1990. Yeah. It would have continued on. It the the it would be using solid state hard drives. You know, it would have you know gigs worth of RAM yeah. because everything advances, right? Right. So what's so you know, to me, Sorry, like, 
like these things are are just natural. Yeah. Like there's no reason for anyone to like. Some people like the like the regular hardware. Some people like to use yeah. a fifteen forty one floppy drive. Yeah. I don't. I'd rather use a Pi fifteen forty one and not have to sit there and putz around with five and a quarter inch discs. You know. Right. I'd rather use a GoTex. I'd rather use a retro Pi. So yeah. So I, this. So that I can load things without you know needing to look for a disc. So I put everything on here. Amigo, kind of like, you know, uh, workbench environment. Um, so I just put it all on this, and I just keep it in there, so when I want to use it, I know where this is. And, uh, you can help me explore it, you know? Does it boot off that when you have yeah. that plug in? Yeah. Uh, so it just totally takes over the machine? Totally. So, um, I'm going to get Jerry, um, if you mind taking a photo of her, um, uh, I'm going to take a break, we're going to come back with Anthony, and uh, hopefully get the Amiga Mini 500 going. Guru Meditation. We will see you on the next episode of the Guru Meditation. How you doing? All right. Yeah? Yeah. Did you make it into the hall? Yeah, I've got a table, a cocktail table. Oh, okay. Yeah, a C64 and a C64 seat. Okay. Uh, 1541 and a SD card reader prototype that I got from Jim Green. Oh, wow. Four or five years ago. Okay. He sold it to Jim, Iowa, uh -huh. and then Jim sold it to me. Okay. So I just got that, um, like, uh, up and running. Okay. So five years of I mean, it's, yeah. that's what I, I wanted to focus on, spending time with friends and getting uh -huh. stuff done, so, yeah. you know, yeah, and I brought some morning glory, so. So, do you see my giant FX tribute yet? No. Wait, oh, you brought that, is that on the edge there? Yeah, on the corner. In the yeah, oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, Yeah, we're back with Anthony and Retro Tech Dan. Um, do you have a box of random cables that you won't throw away? I, I do not have a box of random cables I won't throw away. I have a few boxes of random cables I won't throw away. You have a few? Oh, yeah. Definitely okay. more than one because I, I filled that one yeah. and, it, and then I filled another one. Okay. So I'll give you an example. I had to throw out this HP printer recently. And is uh, really interesting, you know, power cable uh, with the pack that came with it. And I saved it for a while, thinking I'm not going to use it. Well, you know, you throw out the printer, you keep the cable. That's yeah, see? cable's a lot smaller than the printer. Yeah, you never know, huh? You never know.
You never know. You never know. You know, you know the sick thing? So now, like, micro, as micro USB, yeah. micro mini, the, the older one, like the old Blackberries used to mini, use, right? Mini, USB, yeah. right? I used to have a, like, every time, like, you couldn't, you couldn't reach your hand and not accidentally grab one of them. I had so many of them. And now, sometimes I'm looking for them, and I'm like, where the heck did I put them? I can't find one. And the, the, the problem is, is they are in that one of those multiple boxes of random cables, but those multiple boxes of random cables aren't always convenient. So I keep, I keep looking around me for one of those cables to not have to go to, to the box. Like, I'm hoping to find one like laying around, but they're not laying around so much anymore. Yeah. Okay. I just was interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff that you won't throw away. Oh, there's uh, a lot of stuff. Do you still do collect VHS? I still have VHS tape. I wouldn't say I still collect VHS, but I still. I, I have gotten rid of stuff. Most of the stuff that I recorded off TV, I got rid of. Except I have a set of. There was a, a, I would say it was like a series on TV back in the VHS days. Yeah. So that's the era. It was like a medieval show, and I can't find it anywhere. So I've kept those. I don't have a VHS player right now that works, but I do still have the tapes because I can't find this show anywhere. I can't remember the name of it offhand. But I, but anything store bought, I've kept. I still have. Do you all have cassettes? Oh, I have boxes of cassettes. Yeah. What is one of your coveted cassettes from the 80s? Uh, well, if, I, if I can give you one. Uh, Dave Clark's Time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I love that for some reason. And, and like, so it, it's, it's music from a play, like a musical. But like uh, Freddie Mercury was in it, oh, yeah. a whole bunch of big names, and like Jeez. I don't know for some reason like the story just yeah. it, it, you can look it up. It, it's uh, the music is really good, the story is interesting. I I, yeah. I kind of wish that they would redo that play today. I'd love to watch it. Yeah. I haven't I haven't found I found little like pictures from it. I found I think a short piece of video, but not like the whole thing. Oh, okay. Oh, they determine what kind of power cable is needed. It's the one that's got the two round ends on it. Round ends? Yeah, the two round ends. Oh, okay. Um, Everybody keeps asking me. I'm like, Ben's coming. He's coming. Yeah, I made it one of the Oh, really? I got some crap in there, so I don't know. Oh, okay. See? Oh, he might not have one. He might not have a cable. And that's okay. Just you're gonna have to look at it. I didn't know. You know. It's okay. That's that's life. You know. And you just have to accept things. You know. As long as you're still on the green side of the grass, you're not doing too bad. Right? Yeah. How bad can it be? Yeah. You know, that's why that's why I don't like HDMI. I'm tired of this shit. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of having to succumb to HDMI. You know, I just like, I understand that. Well, it makes yeah. life easier. Yeah, I know. I mean, life. 
if you think about oh you know, coming from guru med what well is look, the meditation wavering where are you vibrating still at the no i'm not yeah. but if you think about like all the different like look at the look at the amiga you had I think three different connectors on 1084 and 2001 monitors. Yeah. So you have like the the 20 DB23. Oh. To you had male DB9, you had female DB9. So some monitors had male, some monitors had female, oh, some had the DIN. Like it's insane. HDMI at least it's one cable. Right. And you're done. This should fit. Oh yeah. And this should reach. You're the man. Bro, thank you. Well, it's from two different people. Oh, they yeah? need to be returned because That's they're... sick. Okay, what do you think, buddy? Look what we were just delivered. Cool. Um, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do the honors when you're done? Thank you. Uh, Man, you just came through. Perfect. Yeah, make sure I get him back. That's yeah. Well, that's my cord for my Cricut, yeah. my vinyl cutter that I was using to cut out the keys for the SX. Yeah. And that's Jonathan's friend's cord. Oh. Uh, I saw him in the hallway and I asked oh, him. Oh, nice, man. And, uh, so. I almost feel like there has to be like a pool game. So instead of Marco Polo, Guru, meditation, and then somebody goes, Guru. What do you think, Guru? What's your assessment here? Uh, well, normally what I would do is try to find another source to make sure that the TV works, but I don't have one. But I know that the flashing we're seeing isn't coming from this, because when I unplug it, right. I don't know. Who is it? Ah. Oh, thank you. I brought them. No, you can have one. Yeah, no, I get people's attention when I start, like, pyrotechnics. It, it, it like, really takes people's attention. It's great. It's from leftover from Fort Slash. Yeah? Oh, okay, thanks. Oh, thank you. So it's not coming on. Do you have any suggestions? The opposite. The opposite of what we want to happen. We don't want it to go. We don't want to There is a monitor in the free file that we work. We seem to have seemed to have one stuck in the television. If we have the adapter from HDMI to DVI. I mean, what if I concentrate my mind powers on this? You know, and try to like will it. Can you use affirmation to try to will the TV into working? What would Jack Trouble do? Yell at someone. <laughs> <laughs> Demand that it be working by the time he sees them again. <laughs> by this time tomorrow, you will have a TV in here that works. <laughs> or you will not be here. <laughs> I imagine it would go something like that. I have a work for Atari. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. This being um, an SNL skit, 
I swear, like us three, we're at a party. You imagine this? Yeah, they opened the SNL and we're sitting in front of TV and trying to troubleshoot. Yeah, and you do and your I work, impersonation. I work in television. Yeah, but you do your impersonation of Jack Tramiel, where you go into the office and you start yelling at people. I want a TV here by tomorrow. I mean, come on. By, to no, by tomorrow, you will have a TV in here that works, or you will not be here. I don't, I don't get the first thing. Thank you. Oh, Steve Jobs dropping the fucking iPhone and you take the water. See the bubbles? You can get more space out of this. We tried, you know, and that's what happens. Yeah. You know, or as in Ro RoboCop says, that's life in the big city. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is why I don't play with things bigger than Amiga 2000s. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to... My I'm gonna, limit of size. Yeah, I'm because it, bigger than that can be a, a very large thing that doesn't work. <laughs> okay. I, I seriously think I have to downgrade now. I am so disappointed with new technology. I tell you, see? What did I tell you, Anthony? I don't believe in HDMI and I'm tired of it. You know, I, I kind of feel bullied, to be honest. Um, oh, can I ask you, I feel bullied by HDMI. I'm tired of it. HDCP is a harsh mistress. Yeah, the, that's the encryption scheme that says, eh, you're not allowed to hook to HDMI. Yeah. Why? Why do you? What's the problem you have with HDMI? Oh, uh, we're not getting this. Yeah, the TV TV's dead. Yeah, it's dead on arrival. DOA? Is that what they call it? DOA? Um, well, there's no, dead. this works, but the TV. Yeah. What do you think about Star Wars? Who's your favorite character on Star Wars? I don't know. Well, who think of one? Is it Darth Vader? Luke Skywalker? Princess Leia? Han Solo? Jabba Who's the Hutt? Han Solo? Oh, he's friends with Luke. And he's got the Millennium Falcon. He's friends with Chewbacca, the big hairy dude. And he, he flies. Guy? He flies the big plane. Han Solo. Okay, who do you like? Who is Han. Beep boop, beep boop. Which robot do you like in Star Wars? Uh, I do Yeah, beep boop, beep boop, huh? Dr. Obsoleto.
Obsoleto. So listen, hear me out. Now remember, this is just between you and me, all right? And by you, the listener, who this is, this frequency in particular is only being received by you. I'm very glad it's not being received by man behind the machine. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm ducked down behind a bookshelf in a zoo out here, man. At any time, I could get attacked by a puma, man. But listen, I've tapped into it. I realize that the movie War Games, it's, it's, it's all coming together, man. The movie War Games is based on the real-life reality of Man Behind the Machine, man. No, Man Behind the Machine is not the little boy. He's the computer artificial intelligence itself. Now listen, don't let this get out. Don't let this get out and don't let Man Behind the Machine hear this recording.